0: Your talk now is on the air, on location, Indianapolis, Indiana, the Archery Trade Show. Um, Meeting friends, acquaintances, people we've known for a long time. And I'm here with a special guest right now, Melissa Bachman. Melissa, thanks for joining us.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I sure appreciate it.
0: Melissa, you know, I know you do a lot of these things. You do a lot of appearances and you are, whether you like it or not, a face of the hunting industry and a very positive one, in my opinion. Um, One thing I want to talk to you about right away I know people know your background. If they don't, they can look it up very easily. You've hunted your whole life. But one of the things that I think that I admire most about your background is you really worked for this. And um, so tell me a little bit about how that all started and how hard it was to get going.
1: You know, and I think that's something that people forget, right? They see where you're at now and they have no idea what it took to get there. And it doesn't matter if it's in the hunting industry or any industry, hard work is irreplaceable. It's the one thing that I can do that does not require skill, does not require anything. It just requires some determination. So when I wanted to get into the hunting industry, I was not the best hunter. I was not the best editor. I was not the best cameraman, none of that. But I knew I could outwork anybody. And that's kind of the route I took to get in into it. And even when I started, um, nobody wanted to hire me. Um, I worked for four months completely for free. I drove 150 miles a day, every day, back and forth to the North American Hunting Club at the time, worked with some great producers who taught me so much. And that is just so valuable because they were able to take the time to help teach me the things that you don't learn in college right I had a degree I had great grades but that's not the same as real-world experience but I had people that would take me under their wing help me out and it truly made the difference and you know it's all it's a hard road the whole way it's not like you ever get to a point and you're like wow this is smooth simple sailing because there's always someone out there Who will outwork you if you want to slack off a little bit? So I just really believe in just keeping that hard work up. And you may not be the best hunter on earth, but you know what? You put in the time and you work harder than everybody else, you're going to go somewhere. And
0: that's some great points you bring up there. Terry Boder was one of your uh, early teachers, right? Yes, yes. Uh, I think Lonnie Garland might have been. Yes, he was as well. Uh, Mark Kaiser was was there to help you out. Um, But I think, talk about that approach a little bit because i mean you could walk into a situation like that and be intimidated be starstruck be like i'm not worthy of doing this how what was your your mental attitude
1: well my mental attitude was i was a little unsure right um i didn't know all the answers the first time i went on i was nervous because i didn't necessarily know what i was getting into but i did all the prep work possible i literally had a notebook Of every shot I think it was Lonnie Garland or Terry Boder had done on a previous hunt and I wrote down every shot So that I would know kind of what to get in the field And I did a lot of this way over and above the time that I was on You know when I was supposed to be working because I wanted to be prepared I always wanted to improve and that was the thing is I would do stuff and do it to my very best ability and looking back some of it's brutal, right? But at the time, it was the very best I could do, and I always wanted other people's input. What could make this better? Um, Terry was great about you know, helping me with different editing things, um, because you do learn things in college, but there's so much you don't learn there that you learn in the real world. So I just felt lucky to be able to be surrounded by such good producers who now have helped mold me into the person I am. I've produced my show for 13 years, um, and I would have never been able to do it had I not had that background because I didn't have anyone bankrolling me. I didn't have the money to pay a production team. I had to be the one doing it. There were weeks when I would work a hundred hours a week. I'd be hunting, I'd be editing at night on an elk hunt, staying up all night trying to get shows out, but you know what, that determination and hard work makes you appreciate it more when you get there.
0: And it really does and that's one of the things, you're one of the people that I would put in the class Occasion that everybody said you want it way more than I do, I, and what I mean by that is, I mean Lee Lukowski and Tiffany and Pat Reeve and yourself. Um, it's one thing to see, people we hear it all the time. Yeah, it must be nice to go hunting for a living. Well, I'm not hunting for a living. I'm producing TV shows and magazines and websites and blogs and podcasts and all this stuff. But it was that um, I kind of had a similar. Uh, I offered to be a free intern, and I, I wasn't taken up on it. But um, it's that it's that work ethic that did it. But now, okay, 13 years of Winchester's Deadly Passion. Um, is it? I'm sorry, the network.
1: Sportsman Sportsman Channel. Channel.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now you've made it, and you can rest on your laurels.
1: Not even close, <laughs> because you know every year things are changing, right? having a television show is all about being adaptable and you need to change you have social media you have internet you have so many different things going on that you need to always be adapting or you're going to get left behind the other thing is you always have to be over delivering when i go meet with a sponsor i want to tell them that you asked for x y and z i gave you the whole alphabet so it's no brainer We want to keep her. And, you know, sometimes things change, but I want to be the very last person that's ever let go. And that's always kind of been my goal is to try to just always over-deliver and do the very best I can for everybody. And that takes hard work. And it it takes patience. It takes being organized. And also, it's a people job, right? I do, I think I have 14 trade shows left after this. I go to consumer shows all over the place. And to me... Those are all about just meeting those people, right? Talking to people, talking to kids, seeing people, getting out there. And sure, is there times I'd rather just be at home in South Dakota with my family? Maybe. Um, the The hardest part is the travel. Um, once I'm there, I love it. But you need to always be doing those things to be staying relevant, to be staying out there, to be out hunting. You're gonna have guides maybe you don't like or maybe the hunting conditions aren't good. You have to make the best of each and every situation because if you just become, you know, you're upset and you're mad no one's going to want you back. So it, it's it's a lot more than just hunting. There's a lot of involvement in there, and it's a lot of involvement on organization. I book all my travel, all my hunts. I do all my sponsorships. I do the production. You know, there's a lot and of you things. you juggle a
0: family with this.
1: And I have a big family as well. And so. we've
0: seen your little boy on <laughs> on your pages. Yes. How, how is how is he doing? How's the family doing?
1: Everybody's good. We have four children um, and we live in South Dakota. My husband is a game warden out there and Jax is four and a half and he is a character. Um, This little boy, we took him to Sturgis the last two years. His videos have gone viral every year. He puts on full sleeve tattoos and he's got this little motorized bike. He's doing wheelies for the girls. He's just a character. And, you know, I don't ever put him up to those things. He's just kind of a natural born star, I guess you would say. Um, I gave him an interview last week and... the comments and things you see you couldn't get more authentic responses from a kid and uh, it's pretty funny to watch. Check out
0: Melissa's pages she's got this on there it's it's very it's very heartwarming the, the other thing is, is I just don't I can't wrap my head around your drive because it's obviously there but where do you see this all going where do you see uh, television going for outdoors?
1: You know I think it's gonna be there for a long time I really do and I believe it's about Again, being adaptable and being in multiple platforms. Um, My parents still read magazines. Um, We still watch television. There's always going to be that area as well. But my goal of my show isn't to say, wow, look what I'm doing. It's to get others to get out there and do it together. Do it as a family. I mean, people need those bonding experiences now. There's just not a lot of things that families feel that it's fun to do together. Everyone's got their iPhone or their iPad and they go on a trip and they're sitting in a car and everyone's just kinda doing their own thing. When you're hunting, you can find a spot without service and take your kids there and really bond and do that as a family and everyone enjoys it. Plus then when you get home, you can process that animal, you can cook, you can do all those things. And so what I try to show people is, even if your wife's not a hunter or your kid's not or whoever, try spending that time together. Get out to the archery range and shoot. Do different things and bring it together as a family. So that's the goal of my show, is to get more families out there, to get more people involved and reignite that flame in in hunters that maybe have let it hang up.
0: And you have been carrying that flag, and everybody, I mean, I'm not trying to over compliment you, but you have been doing a wonderful job of promoting hunting, especially (laughs) bow hunting. Hey, there's that sound again. We know what that all means. It means we're going to thank one of our sponsors. Today's episode of Deer Talk Now is brought to you by Ten Point and the all-new Nitro 505, the fastest crossbow in the world. With speeds of up to 505 feet per second and 227 foot-pounds of blistering power, the Nitro 505 is the fastest crossbow on the market and the most powerful crossbow ever built by Ten Point. I have not shot this crossbow yet. I am going to later this year, but my buddy Brad Benson has. You might have already seen the videos on our YouTube page and other places on deer and deer hunting. Brad is reporting that this crossbow has a perfect balance of reverse draw power in a platform that is unmatched in its ability to produce speed and power. The Nitro 505 is equipped with the newly designed RX-8 cam system, a two-stage zero-creep S1 trigger, that delivers a consistent, crisp, three and a half pound pull and the easy cocking and decocking systems that dealers recommend most, the AccuSlide. Check them out today at a 10-point dealer near you or go online for more information at 10pointcrossbows.com. I guess the last question I'd have for you, we wanted to do a quick one with you today was um, if you had one place to bow hunt, and you could only bull hunt there for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Boy, that's a tough Boy, question. Boy, I stumped her. <laughs> I stumped good, her. I'm going to have to think. I, I thought about four different things. You know, I would have to say South Dakota. And the reason why is that is my home state. I grew up hunting whitetails. Whitetails is my bread and butter. It's what I love. And I really enjoy having our own land, doing all the work, getting all the things prepped, seeing the bucks that we want to shoot on camera, and sealing that deal um to me that's the most rewarding thing you can do um initially of course i think of like kodiak island right bow hunting brown bear i love it or the yukon moose hunting hunting moose with a bow is is incredible but you know that's what i really love are those white tails and doing that work and seeing it all come full circle so i guess if i had to pick it would be south dakota my home state and going after white That tails. is
0: awesome. Well she's Melissa Blackman she is a deer hunter and one heck of a deer hunter at that Melissa where can people find out more information about your show and your social pages?
1: So you can go to melissabachman.com or you can find me on social. My show, Winchester Deadly Passion, runs on Sportsman's Channel about five days a week, year round. Um, so you can find me anytime there. New shows coming out all the time.
0: Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Melissa. Well, thank
1: you for having me. I sure appreciate it.